video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. to the Pure Dead Gaming podcast episode number 55. We are Andyless again this week due to Covid continuing to be a thing but myself Jessica and Craig are both here to keep you up to speed on all things Pure Dead Gaming. 2022 is now in full swing and the rumours and news are beginning to flow. PlayStation 3 games have begun appearing on the PS5 store, sparking more rumours that Sony's new Game Pass equivalent will finally usher in proper backwards compatibility. But of course, Xbox has stolen the headlines this week by announcing that it's reached an agreement to buy Activision Blizzard for, wait for this, 68.7 billion US dollars in what may be the biggest gaming deals of all time. More on that coming up. We, aka Craig... We'll also share what we have dubbed a shitty platinum, a game in which a platinum trophy, or in the case of Xbox 1000G, can be obtained with ease and or in a short amount of time. And finally this week we will also take a look at upcoming releases in the next week and share with you a pick of the week. Do make sure you are subscribed if not already and take the time to drop a review if you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, then why not also come and hang out on our Discord, which has been extremely entertaining thus far. And finally, to keep up to date with all things Pure Dead Gaming, make sure you are following us on our socials. I struggle with that word every week. Socials. Our website is puredeadgaming.com, where you can read written reviews and take part in our pre-show polls. Uh, Although Craig's been slacking, because there's nothing new this week on the website, is there? Uh, How do you mean? New content? No, nothing this week. No, no. to be fair, there's no. not really been very much games out for review. No, I'm just over squatting in the corner, getting my getting ready for February. Yeah, the big Feb is a coming. Um, yeah. So how how are you? Tired, yeah. mentally and physically exhausted. <laughs> Pretty much, but I'm doing all right. Aye. Apart from that, I'm here. I'm alive. Yep, you're just juggling, juggling. Juggling everything, everything. I'm, I feel like I need one of those like minority report screens where I can just like start uh, like grabbing stuff and throwing it and moving. I mean, stuff. that may be the future, Craig. They're talking about you know the metaverse being this augmented situation. You just stick your headset on and away you go in your wee virtual world. Well, that film led me to believe that by now that's what I'd be doing. Mm. I feel it lied to me. I mean, yeah. I feel Tom Cruise lied to me. That's how I feel. Okay. What else I feel is that technology is getting out of hand and I'm starting to get annoyed with it. In what way? Right, so I get home tonight, as you might have known since we live together, <laughs> and we were out of Pepsi. Now, 
in this household, that's a fucking disaster. That's a right? code red situation, Aye, right there. Code red. The fact that it got to that situation is a code red. Well, I mean, it's it's not code red for me because I've got Pepsi Max Cherry a going. Aye, but. but let's be honest. Right, so I need to make a trip to Tesco. So I get out and I get in the car. As soon as I turn the car on, music starts playing from your phone. Is that right? what happened? That is what happened. Okay. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I'm utterly sick of this. I get into the car and it's just interrupted music because your phone's almost it, out of reach, but it's not quite. Yeah. Was it Disney and Canto by any chance? It was, yeah. yes. <laughs> well, do you know what I found out though? Uh, Rosa Diaz from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, she voices the main character. That And she actually sings, which I didn't know was a thing. That makes me more open to it because I do okay. like her. But yeah. but yeah, so I get in this car, I'm pissed off that this music's fucking popping in and out. So I get, by the time I get round the corner, fine, it cuts out, grand. Then I go to Tesco, I make the, I make the supply run, mm-hmm. get the Pepsi, mm-hmm. I get back into the car, put on a bit of Dr. Dre. It starts coming through on my phone. It starts coming through from my phone to the cut through the car speakers, as it does. Okay. Then all of a sudden on my phone it comes up saying, switching output to Galaxy Tablet 6. What's Galaxy Tablet 6? Fuck the right? <laughs> then the music just stops. Then Encanto comes back on. <laughs> and that's what Sean's on my phone. So I, don't, I think my phone's somehow connected to some nearby tablet in the Tesco car park that some kid was... Like, I think I was getting Encanto and some six-year-old was probably getting uh, Dr. Dre. Well, you say six-year-old, but it might have been a five-year-old because something weird has gone on here because Erin set up that microphone that you've posted a picture of on Twitter. Yes. And you plug, it's got an MP3 port. So I had her phone, which is probably logged into your Spotify account. It will be, yes. Right, so we were trying to play music on that, but it kept changing. And she was like, so she'd get ready to sing her song and then we'd cut out. Did and it, Dr. Ray did come on. Did it? Yes. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> oh, this hurts my head. I, like, I have always been big on technology, right? Mm-hmm. Always. When I was a young boy, I remember back mid to late 90s, I was so into technology. And back then, nothing just worked out the box. Fuck all worked, right? The term plug and play was a thing, but it was a myth. Yeah. A total myth. And back then, it was just me and my mum. I had to learn. It was either learn or you don't have it. Mm -hmm. So I learned and I got good with this sort of stuff. Then early to mid 2000s, up until maybe five years ago, I would say, plug and play actually became a proper thing it actually fulfilled its destiny and things just started working and now we've fucked it we've went too far and now nothing can just work they're trying to do they're trying to make things too accessible and in that it just things just stop working all the time yeah that's true i couldn't report my lateral flow test today it it had a meltdown so aye because they're just they're trying to make things so simple now that half the time it just doesn't work, mm. and they need to take a step back again. But we had a sweet spot, we had a sweet spot, and now it's gone. Everything has a sweet spot, and then it it disappears. Though I would say, like I, th- th- there's no world where you shouldn't be able to just plug an aux cable from your phone to the the car, and then it's a hardwired cable. It's still easy, 
and it works. But no, no. All phones are now removing aux, lead, aux inputs, and then you have to get an adapter. Yeah, I for mean, no reason. Yeah, my phone doesn't even have a. Yeah, you'd have to use your charger a hole for that. Ah, uh, you'd have to use a charger into, like, so it'd be like a lead that would have like a charger output, and then the other side would be an aux lead. Yeah. The whole thing. They've absolutely they've bollocks it. Absolutely bollocks it. Maybe you should just leave technology behind, Craig, and go back to a simpler time. Well, a simpler time, like, see when we were talking about Nokia's last week? Yes. Right. So, just by total chance, I was listening to an episode of Red Handed, and the way that they uncovered who had murdered someone, I can't remember the exact story, was there was... So, someone had been missing for, like, a year, and then they did find a body, I think. Yeah, they found a body, but they weren't sure what had been going on. So they searched the river, they found a couple more items, including a Nokia phone. And despite the fact that the body and the Nokia phone had been under the water for 15 months, they were able to dry the thing out and turn it back on, read the text messages, and find out who was last with the person and catch them for murder. That's impressive. So we were talking about it last week, that is the power of Nokia. (laughs) You know what I mean? If I showed my phone just now running water, it would shit yeah. itself and break. Yeah. And that Nokia was un- fully at the bottom of a lake for 15 months. And it was like, I stick me in a radiator for 10 minutes and give a charge. <laughs> Bag of ice, that's you. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, yeah, one other thing. Uh, I had an incident this morning. and You always have an incident I on know. a Tuesday. In particular. I, I have regular incidents. So you may have noticed this morning that I struggled to get out of bed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So making a breakfast or indeed a lunch to take with me was a non-starter. Mm-hmm. So where I was heading to, there was a particularly well-placed Greg's nearby. Okay. And I thought, right, instead of... I, I, I know where this is going. I, so instead of a Costa, I'll get a Greg's because they do coffees as well. Mm-hmm. So I go in and... I say to the guy, can I get a salted caramel uh, latte? We don't do salted caramel anymore. I was like, what? Why Why did you stop that? Salted caramel's festive. Uh, it's, <laughs> not, it's not Christmas anymore. We <laughs> said so we don't do it. And I was like, I'm not letting this lie. I was like, since when is salted caramel festive? Ah, it's a festive drink. No, it's not. <laughs> Do you actually have this argument with him? Yeah. So I'm like, no, it's not. And he was like, it is. That's that's festive. It's only here at Christmas. And I'm like, "Ah, right, well, you might only sell it at Christmas, but salted caramel as an item is not festive. (laughs) And he was like, he was was kind of having a laugh, but he was like adamant. He's like, no, it is. That's like, it's like mince pies. And I'm like, like no, it's not like mince pies. And he was like, look, we have a... We have a, a a caramel latte. And I was like, right, well, give me that. But I'm not having it salted caramel. It's festive. Right? So I was willing to let that lie, although I wasn't pleased about it. I was getting a latte, a roll with slice, and I thought, because I'm trying to be a wee bit healthier, I got a wee tub of... What do you call the stuff? Porridge. Fit. Porridge, okay. Right. So, as it turns out, Greg's not bad in the morning. For those three items, £3.90. 
pretty good. Right, I can't even get a coffee for that no, in Costa. So pretty good, pretty happy with that. I thought, right, you're back in a level footing with me here. Well done. Took the stuff. I didn't get them to open the porridge, right? So I just took it and I thought, I'll make that later. So I ate the roll. Roll was nice. Coffee was all right. Should have been salted. Wasn't. <laughs> moved past it, right? I've moved past it. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. I wanted to be sweet. Didn't get sweet. I'm not bitter. Or right? salted. No. Right? So I have the roll. I wait till about 11 o'clock and I'm like, do you know what would go down really well right now? The porridge, right? So I go get it out the van, bring it in, take it over to the kettle, open the fucker up, no spoon. That's an issue. Yeah, I thought the spoon would be inside it, but it's not. So my question, I don't think you'll have the answer, so it is to the audience. Should he have gave me a spoon with it, or was it up to me to get the spoon? Because I think he's fucking done me because of the salted caramel argument. I think he's thought... (laughs) I'm not giving him a spoon. I'm not sure. Um, if I should have got the spoon myself, you, you I'll take the loss. Have. I'll take the have. loss. Fair enough. I'm big enough to admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> if he should have gave me a spoon and he didn't because of that argument with the caramel <laughs> latte, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to fucking throw that porridge at him. Maybe tomorrow morning. I'll give it till Friday. He's got till Friday because someone will tell me if I should have been given a spoon. Yeah, it depends. It probably depends because um, some some of them will have a wee self self service bit where you would pick up yeah. a spoon. But see, in my head, he's went. I know how I'll get this fucker back. No spoon for you. No <laughs> spoon. But if that's not the case, I'll take the loss. But someone let me know. Yeah. Some Greg's aficionado, probably Squinny loves his food. Let me know. If I should have had a spoon. That's me. Okay, that's you. Right, good. <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> have you played much this week? Mm, well, I've put a lot of hours into Assassin's Creed. Have you finished it? No, but mm-hmm. I'm now on a timer. Mm-hmm. I got a bit wide on Discord and announced that I would have it finished by... Friday, which was a bold claim. That is quite a bold claim. Uh, yeah. Quite a bold claim. Chris on Discord has been winding me up and he knows he's getting in my head. <laughs> and so not only did I make that claim, but then one of the boys, Gowdy, came in and said that he was going to have Horizon beaten before I finished Assassin's Creed. So now I feel I'm doubly under pressure. I don't know if that's a word. Doubly? It is now. <laughs> so... I'm I'm making good progress. I have. I've put, I would say, easily 20 hours in since we last recorded. I'm over 100 hours now, I think, or close to 100 hours. And I think I'm at level... I think I'm about 250 or something like that. Uh, I was reading a guide and it says once you manage to level up to about 200... And, there's a trophy, I think, for leveling up to 280. And I think once you get to there, you should be leveled up enough to finish the game. So, I'm confident. I'm confident, and technically, I'm supposed to be off work on Friday. So, if I need to, if I need to really put in a shift on Friday, hopefully, I can do that to get over the line. Because I, I'm not willing to take this loss. I'm willing to take the Greg's loss, maybe, but I'm not this. Right. I've okay. been at this game since 2020. <laughs> it's been a slog, <laughs> and it needs done. And I need it out of the way for February as well. 
but uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Yeah, you probably have games more than me though in terms of hours. I've just been playing more of the pedestrian, which I mentioned last week. It came to Game Pass and it's like a side-scrolling puzzle platform game set in a city with kind of cool roadside backdrops. Um, I'm almost finished though, so I think this might be my first tick of the year. See, a lot of people do that thing on Twitter where they start like a thread and it's games completed this year and then they just reply to it each time they complete one. You could do that. I could do as that. part of your yeah. gaming New Year's I mean, resolution. I, yeah, complete games. I, I've not said, though, I'm going to platinum or 1000 yet. So I think completing that game will get you almost all of them. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that, you can just basically dip into the actual bits where it's like there's a few miscellaneous things, but not much. I see what you're doing here. Because I'm playing it on your account. Mm-hmm. So you're you're sweet-talking me a wee bit here, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Pillow talk. Right. Because I, I... I mean, I'll see how I get on. I'll see how much there's left to complete. Look, if I have to go in and mop it up, I will. Yeah. With a guide, I just... I'm, I'm, I don't care enough for the trophies. But I do. The only, yeah, I know. What I can sort of liken it to a little bit is my my zone belt. Now... It's, it's like that. For those of you who don't know... It, I suppose Fitbit is probably the bigger brand that I would yeah. maybe reference. So Very similar. It's like a, almost like a way to kind of gamify exercise. So every time I exercise, I get points on my zone. Yeah. Um, and on Monday night, I went to the gym, but I forgot to wear my my zone belt. So I missed points. On a double class. On a double class. Yeah. And I was distraught. Yeah. I it's can't... like, it's, it's like, completing a part of the game and then the trophy's glitched and you don't Aye, get the trophy. That's exactly. You've done the work, but you don't get the reward for it. Yeah. And I, it's absolutely good. I'd taken the kids to football and when I came back in and saw it lying on the table, my heart dropped a bit for you because I knew how devastated you would be. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, I mean, you you don't feel like you've done a workout unless the no, points are there. No. I mean, that's just a waste. I know. And well, I'll tell you what else happened. It was a wee bit embarrassing. Largely embarrassing, actually. So, at the class... I don't even know exactly what happened, but one minute I'm jumping about and then next bit I was on the floor. <laughs> Fell right over. Right at the front. Right in the front. That's your own fault for going Fell to the front, right isn't it? I think Showing I was off. doing like a leg kick and then sort of stumbled back, plonked on my bum, head went back. And then the instructor was like, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, just my pride, but it's been hard. I believe the phrase is arse over tea kettle. Mm-hmm. So, still good though. At least you got the exercise in. I did. I did. It's more than can be said for you. I've got football scheduled for Thursday. Okay. Okay. Crying is penciled in for Friday morning. <laughs> so yeah, we've not been playing too many different games, but there's one thing. So again, I think this. Yeah, in fact, it was. It was Richard on Discord had pointed out. So you know, you get a lot of speed run like videos on YouTube and stuff like that. You also get a lot of live streams of people like trying to speedrun games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, the game Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice, I think it's called. Sekiro... I think it's called... Uh, it's definitely Sekiro, but I think it's Shadows Die Twice. Uh, it's a Souls game, basically. It's made by the same people. It's hard as fuck. Some absolute lunatic did a speedrun and completed that game in two hours blindfolded. What? Yeah. I've yet to watch the video. We'll try. I'll post a link. Surely that's not real. No, it is. Eh? It was done in front of people. 
It was like a event, and this guy did the game blindfolded. And it's not like a 2D side-scroller where you could be like, all right, it's like a 3D environment. So and how did you do it he just He just knows the game so well that he knows exactly where to go. Now, I'm talking... Aye, but you can know where to go, but like you'd have to then map that to your thumb stick, how far to press it to... Yeah. It's ma- it's absolute madness. I'll need to see it to believe yeah, it. Yeah, I need to see it as well. I haven't had a chance before we recorded, but it's nuts. Two hours. I- I've spoken about this before, but granted I'm not particularly good at games, but I couldn't get by like the second or third guy, and I was watching quite intently, <laughs> and he was just smashing me. It's like you need ultimate precision timing to beat anyone in that game, and this guy has literally done the entire thing in two hours and it's way longer than a two hour game blindfolded yeah I, I I need to see it to believe it but that does sound quite impressive if it's true you see some mad stuff on the internet it's a it's a hell of a place yeah speaking of mad stuff on the internet shall we move on to news yes yes I think we better yeah Fuck you! <laughs> I was believing pure dead gaming news. Let's start with the biggie. So Xbox has announced it's reached an agreement to buy Activision Blizzard for sixty-eight point seven billion US dollars. So that's fifty point six billion in British pounds. It's one of the biggest gaming deals of all times it has to be said so announcements have been made by both sides and although both companies will operate independently once the deal closes the Activision Blizzard business will report to Microsoft Gaming Xbox says they'll they'll also quote offer as many Activision Blizzard games as we can within Xbox Game Pass and PC Game Pass upon completion of the deal The move sees Xbox get a whole plethora of studios and franchises under its belt. So these include Blizzard, Beanox, Demonware, High Moon, Infinity Infinity Ward, King, Radical Entertainment, Raven Software, Sledgehammer Games, Toys for Bob, Treyarch and more. They cover CDs like Call of Duty, Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Crash Bandicoot and Spyro, just to name a few. But there's no word yet which, if any or all, may come to Xbox exclusives in the future. Yeah, they elaborated a bit further in their announcement, quote, the fantastic franchise across Activision Blizzard will also accelerate our plans for cloud gaming, allowing more people in more places around the world to participate in the Xbox community using phones, tablets, laptops and other devices you already own. Activision Blizzard games are enjoyed on a variety of platforms and we plan to continue to support those communities moving forward. Whoa. Fucking hell. <laughs> I joked in our predictions and I said, oh, who are Xbox going to buy next? Thinking, you know, maybe a little small studio, but... That no. is a hell Activision of a Blizzard. deal. I mean, we were at one point last year talking about how mental it was that they bought Bethesda for, what, yeah. $8 billion? Yeah. Which was just seemed so overpriced at the time. But compared to this deal, it's now looking like a snip. I mean, what the fuck? 
before we get into it fully, I did ask on Twitter for some comments on on this deal, and I just I only had time to pull a few. So we have Return of the Fisherman, who says a vulgar display of wealth. The Grumpy Gamers podcast says, well, fuck me sideways. There are no words. There are no words. <laughs> Winner says, Starfield now to be solely available as unlockable content upon completion of 300 levels of Candy Crush. Because they also own Candy yeah. Crush. Uh, Yanksfan03 says, terrible for the industry. And I thought it was interesting. His uh, avatar is master chief so he's obviously a big xbox fan and he still thinks that it's not good mm. um james schneider says candy of duty modern warcraft mick d says take two by zynga for 12 billion microsoft hold my beer <laughs> and donny has five separate quotes for us which are microsoft are cunts microsoft are ruining the industry phil Spector can suck my boss Bill Gates can suck my boss. Cod is fucking shit anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the, the tra- transaction has been approved by the board of directors of both Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. However, it's still subject to closing conditions and completion of regul- regulatory review, but it is expected to close in the sort of fiscal year 2023. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I do wonder of the kind of monopolising, I suppose, of the games industry. Like, I think just last summer, President Biden had signed an exclusive order promoting competition in the US economy with Mm -hmm. specifically calling out big tech companies. And this kind of just totally goes against that. Big Um, time. And I, I suppose I suspect the legal advice that and banking advice from both Microsoft and Activision have, you know, you know, it's top shelf that, you know, no doubt they, they're, they're going on recommendations that this will go through. It will definitely go through. It shouldn't, but it will. Yeah. Money talks. Yeah. Like, when there's deals this big, there'll be little cuts getting issued out all over the place. And anyone that has an issue can be cut in for a small amount, which a small amount of that is a big amount. And it'll go through. Yeah. It, it, sur- it shouldn't, though. I'm surprised, like, we've not heard anything about it. About it before, like there's been no rumours until this morning, and then yeah. it got confirmed later today. So it's there, interestingly, and see about s- maybe six, four to six months ago, there was rumours that Activision were, and Microsoft were in talks, mm. but everyone totally dismissed it, and the whole thing was played off as if ah, uh, it's just a lot of shite. There was nothing to it. There was never anything to it. Now. There clearly was. A deal like this doesn't happen overnight. So see when those rumours happened, that was obviously probably when they started talking. And they managed to probably pretty cleverly mask it and make it seem like just a rumour because it totally died off. The rumours completely disappeared and everyone was just like, oh, it must be shite. And then I think next week everyone was like, oh, they're buying yay. Yeah, Um, now of course remember as well, like maybe, I I don't know the timing of, of that, but... Activision Blizzard were in the news quite a bit with reports of, you know, a toxic workplace and um, 
stuff yeah. with CEO. And that's still um, going on. And, you know, he's going to... And Bobby Kodak, he's staying. Yeah, he's going to remain. Um, if I was Microsoft, the first thing I'd be doing is, you get the aye, fuck. But he, he will report to Phil Spector, sorry, Spencer, upon closing of the deal under the new Microsoft gaming umbrella. I'd punt him. I'd get rid of him. It's just a talk, like... There's too many stories come out about him. Like he seems like a bad guy. I don't think Mike. I don't think when you're taking on a company, you're spending that much money. You want to bring the bad baggage with you. Yeah. Oh, think, they have got rid of like nearly forty employees or something after that whole misconduct scandal. Yeah. So I don't know. I just like I. I love my Xbox. I genuinely do. Like I. I. As I've said many times, the last generation, I just focused on the PlayStation. This generation, I'm about 50-50 with both. It's it's nothing against the Xbox, but I, I don't like the way they're doing business. I really mm. don't. I really I'm, have no time for this deal whatsoever. And it is going to happen. And look, at the end of the day, it's more games on Game Pass. But I just... I, I, it doesn't sit well with me. I've... Again, with Andy not being here, it's not something you'll particularly get, and I've likened it to this before, but it's so much like 90s wrestling. In the mid-90s, WCW came in, they had Turner Broadcasting behind them, and Ted Turner had so many millions, and he thought the only way to compete with Vince McMahon is to just overpay for everybody. And he just kept buying stars, buying stars, giving them ridiculous money deals to get them over. And they did start doing well, and then it died on its arse. And I don't think that's going to happen with Microsoft, because they basically get infinite money. But I just, I don't like the idea of Microsoft just going, fuck it, just let's just buy success. Mm. Like, don't be wrong... Sony are buying things as well. They're making new studios, but I think there's something there's something you can get behind a bit more when a studio is made and then grows. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Rather than like, it's a shortcut essentially. Aye, rather them. than Microsoft just going, Call of Duty is quite big. Let's buy that. Mm-hmm. Oh, people like some Bethesda games, right? Just how much will they want? I give them an extra billion, then that's fine. Just get them over as well. Like, I, I. I'm not a fan of it at all. I really, I just, I think it's it's a bad sign for the industry as well. Mm-hmm. You've got that uh, Chinese company, Tencent as well. They're buying up stock in every gaming area at the moment. And that's bad news as well, because mm-hmm. they're then going in and censoring stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. There's going to be, there's going to be many a lawsuit coming out of this. Like people will be filing like unfair trade and lawsuits and stuff. But at the end of the day, anyone that thinks this isn't going to go through is lying to themselves. Like there's too much money on the line. Yeah. The deal will go through. Yeah, definitely. But we'll need to, I'm sure over the next couple of weeks, couple Mm -hmm. of months, I'm sure we'll have more news stories than this because it's just broke today Mm -hmm. and we, we haven't really time to process it, but we'll, We'll read more and have more opinions as we formulate them. Definitely. Okay, with PlayStation's Game Pass competitor codenamed Spartacus being rumoured recently, naturally the subject of added backwards compatibility has been on many gamers' minds. Well, over the weekend, a few PlayStation 3 games have been spotted on the PS5 store. At this point, it's impossible to tell if these games are appearing 
is a window into what to expect in 2022, but it's worth noting that this has happened a few times in the past with both both PS5 and PS4 store, and it's turned out to be an error. Yeah. I, I mean, don't know. Sure, yeah, surely that's... Surely it would make sense to do that. It would make sense, but it, they've never been able to pull it off before. Mm. Like, the PlayStation 3 was made with a really specific design. They had this cell processor that they were married to at the time and thought this is the way that games will run best, and it didn't. And so even though the PlayStation 5 is way more powerful than obviously a PlayStation 3, like the chances are it can't run the games because it can only run them if they ha- if it had a cell basically you'd have to put a playstation 3 inside a playstation mm. 5 to make it run the games now they, we know for a fact they've been working on workarounds for years and you'd like to think at some point they'd have a breakthrough like at the moment their alternative is you stream the games but that is a bit iffy it's through playstation now so obviously people are hoping when this new playstation now slash plus Spongies. amalgamation yeah comes together that they will have a an answer for it but i don't know i tend to think this maybe just now is just an error because these games were appearing so the rumors that have been coming out is that this is part of this that these games appearing are part of this spartacus mm-hmm. thing but if that was the case why would they have a price next to them like when the games have been appearing in the store they've been appearing with a price so if it was part of this game pass thing then it wouldn't have a price it would just be part of it so it doesn't line up to me from that aspect either but i mean fingers crossed like it's the the whole thing is that they're supposed to be working on everything like so you you would have playstation one two three four and five games all in one console and that's a hell of a library Mm -hmm. like um i didn't it turns out the tweet blew up too much to even count anything up but i did ask on twitter like if playstation 3 games were to become available like what would you play first and the most responses we got for i would say was either metal gear solid 4 the resistance series or the infamous series so there was obviously everything in between we got like i think about 350 responses but people are hungry for it that just shows the fact that we got that many responses like people want this Mm -hmm. they do want it and so just hopefully they can do it hopefully they they get around to it but um to hijack for a moment this playstation news story with a little bit of xbox not news but a sort of news xbox this week have started a sale on their backwards compatibility games so it's a specific backwards compatibility sale and they've got some belters in there. So Spec Ops The Line, Splinter Cell Double Agent. This is only a few of the games that I have gleaned from it. Mm-hmm. Each one of these is get at least 55% off. Some of them as much as 85% off. But Spec Ops The Line, Splinter Cell Double Agent, Mini Ninjas, Red Dead Redemption, the, all the old Tomb Raider games, Time Splitters 2, which is about £3, uh, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, Catherine, which was excellent, Bully, uh, Assassin's Creed Rogue, which is the only Assassin's Creed game I've never played, uh, and also had this for Andy just to get him excited, but he's not here. Max Payne 3 is available digitally. 
Oh, this he, is the one you got for like two fifty or something. Yeah, I mean, don't be wrong. It's a tenner or something like that, but that's what it's going to be now. It's sixty percent off at a tenner. Yeah, okay. Because uh, yeah, Andy had borrowed our disc and then realised he'd a series S and he'd know where to put the disc. <laughs> so he's going to have to buy that Deals. digitally. Unfortunately, the one thing that's not available <clears throat> is fifty cent Blood in the Sand. Oh man! Because for some reason that game is still not available digitally. And it's still going on eBay for about £100. So Microsoft need to stop making $70 billion deals and upload just an ISO file of Blood in the Sand. And they could just buy 50 cent. They probably could, die. Did he not file for bankruptcy recently? A couple of years ago? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even think he was worth 50 cent. <laughs> okay, next up. Our first delay of 2022, is this, perhaps? Uh, I feel like we've maybe already had one, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, so Stalker 2 has been delayed pretty late in the game. So last Wednesday, the game's official Twitter account announced that, that they would be delaying the game until December 8th, 2022. The reason given for the delay was extra polishing and testing, as it is their biggest and most ambitious title to date. Do you know, I've just realised that I had purposely made Stalker 2 the second news item, just for that synergy. And then Xbox Xbox come in and fucked it. (laughs) (sighs) They just don't think about anyone but themselves. Try to run a podcast here. Yeah, this is some fucking delay. Yeah, so yeah. (laughs) It's going to come out in April. Originally April 28th. Yeah. Yeah, that's mad. Like, it looked as if it was almost done. That I, I wonder how much this has got to do with that NFT thing. Like, I've made a joke on Twitter about, oh, they must be removing one NFT at a time. And obviously that won't be the case. But I think that has maybe caused an issue. Because mm. this is an eight-month delay. Yeah. Minimum, by the way. Because December 8th is pretty much the absolute latest that you could release a game in 2022 and still get sales. After that, it's just like it's too close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So them putting that date on it is them trying to give themselves as much time as possible without moving it to the next year, which is very bad optics. So I'm not even fully convinced this comes out in 2023, uh, 2022. I don't know. The fact they've actually said December 8th as opposed to just December or something makes Maybe. it a bit more official. But Mad yeah. though. But then, like, you you wonder as well, like, they've got a deal with Game Pass for three months exclusivity. It's going to be day mm. one on Game Pass. Has Xbox said, we fucking paid for this game in 2022. I want it in 2022. Possibly. Like, that was going to be their sort of big first quarter exclusive. And now... It's going to be coming, what, four weeks after Starfield? Very strange. Very, very strange. Hopefully it's good. Like, delays, I never usually get... I mean, there's that many of them these days that you do end up getting annoyed, to be fair, but delays are a good thing in a way. Like, I'd rather that than a game comes out and it's fucking cyberpunk. Yeah, true. Cyberpunk, that will will just be the, the standard of... That's harsh, actually, because yeah. I, I was all right with cyberpunk. Pissed. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking game. <laughs> Jeez, I haven't thought about that game in a couple of weeks. 
Oh my god, what are they doing? E football, you wankers. Okay, we've mentioned Lego in this podcast a few times before with Craig trying to justify making purchases of both the Home Alone house and Jerry Seinfeld's apartment. Well, now it looks like we could be on the brink of an uncharted Lego set, Craig. Specifically, the rumour suggests an Uncharted 4, a Thief's End set may be on the way. Perhaps this will coincide with the legacy of Thieves' collection at the end of the month. Would make sense. Yeah. I saw a picture. I don't know if it was a mock picture since it hasn't actually been announced, but it looked cool. It did look quite cool. It also looked like... I mean, all it showed was the characters, I think. So I don't know how big the set would be. But it's just another Lego set that I want now. I really want the Home Alone house. I want the Friends set. I want Jerry's apartment. And now I want this. And also, a wee while ago, it was rumoured that they would have a a Horizon set. There was supposed to be a Horizon Zero Dawn set. But then that never sort of came to fruition. So you do wonder if maybe they've got some deal with Sony and they're going to make a couple of different PlayStation sets. Maybe a God of War one for later in the year, something like that. We would need a Lego room. Not a a room made of Lego, but a room that contains Lego. We'll need more shelves. Lots of shelves. Oh, by the way... Do you care to explain? Like, you were given it... I I was... Honestly, (laughs) the maturity that I showed last night, right... You're because mistaken. you're mistaken. Anyone that's not in our Discord, I'm sorry because you won't understand fully what's going on here. But I purchased a takeaway yesterday, right? What has this got to do with anything? You shut up, <laughs> right? And I was urged to purchase this takeaway. Then I was buried for purchasing said takeaway on Discord. I tried to defend myself by showing proof, which was deleted by an admin. I don't, don't know who that was. All oh, right, do you know what? Yep. Uh-huh. Then, during, throughout the day yesterday, I had been shamed for not doing my duties over the weekend and putting up two shelves. So Jess was given it the big and going, oh, I've put up the shelves. What was it, about half ten last night? There was a, a clatter, <laughs> a bit of a clatter. Right, as but it wasn't everything, the shelf. As everything fell off, the shelf was at, it was at a 20 degree angle. Right, but it was the moon that fell off. Yeah, because the shelf you put up was at an angle. No, it's not. Yes, it the is. The moon fell off. The moon was attached with a, what's the word? Sticky thing. What are they called? Command, a command hook, right? Right. The command hook fell off and the moon, it's like a plastic light moon, right? It fell off on the shelf and knocked other things over and rolled. The shelf is perfect. I had my... I took the bubble thing up this morning. Shelf is perfectly straight, attached to the wall, no issues. It was the moon that fell off and knocked stuff off the shelf. So my DIY skills are not to be questioned. The bubble thing. (laughs) It's referred to as a spirit level. I mean. And when I went up there last night, that thing was at an angle. Right, but it was being... And it took every ounce <laughs> of everything that I had not to announce to the entire Discord that you had fucked that shelf and nearly made our son wet himself. Because I, I went up there and he was in some state because he'd almost fell asleep. <laughs> and then he was woken up with a moon apparently falling <laughs> from the sky. 
Anyway, we digress. What I'll we be taking about? the bubble thing up there and checking that <laughs> to see if it is flat. It's fine. It's perfect. I bet you've been in about it today. Perfectly straight. Okay. Anyway. The Artful Escape has been outed on PlayStation 4 and 5. The game is currently available on Xbox, but was always thought to be a timed exclusive. A listing has now appeared on the PlayStation Store, letting you wishlist the game ahead of an official announcement. I saw something just before we started recording saying that it's coming next week. I think it was James, actually, on Discord that said that it's been announced for next week now. The announcement always was going to be imminent when it had appeared in the store. So, yeah, great game. Absolutely brilliant game. I still to complete it right enough, but from what I've played, like it's it's so fun. It's really the art style was brilliant, really interesting story. Not the hardest of platforming or anything like that, but it's funny as well. Mm. And it's it doesn't outstay its welcome. It's only two or three hours. Uh definitely I would definitely highly recommend this. It's uh, it's been out on Xbox for a couple of months, maybe three months. And yeah, definitely. Any PlayStation gamers that haven't seen it definitely look up a, a video or a review and check it out okay now it's been well over a year since we last heard word of harry potter themed open world rpg hogwarts legacy but developer avalanche software had promised updates in 2022 and that information could end up being a delay as ex-IGN and current Sacred, Sacred Symbols host Colin Moriarty revealed on his latest PlayStation podcast that the game isn't coming out this year and, quote, it's in some sort of trouble. Which I'm not really surprised by, to be honest. Definitely not. No. I mean, I think it was on the 2022 preview that we were saying, this. I don't think this thing's coming. Like, it seemed like a stick-on for a delay to me. Ryan, who's a member of our Discord, um, had this game as top pick on our Fantasy Critic League, which we have started. Yes, he... I think he's I think he's in a bit of trouble with that one. Yeah. I think he might be in a bit of trouble. And it was a, it's a good pick, because I think it's a game that's going to do well, but I also think it's a game that's not going to come out. So, yeah, we should say we... Decided to start a fantasy critic league. So for anyone that's not aware, this is sort of like fantasy football, both American and British. And you pick games that you think are going to come out this year. And so if I'm looking at it just now, for myself, I have taken... So it is a little bit different to the normal UK fantasy football because like everyone could choose the same players mm. technically whereas an American one usually what it's done is if someone takes a player that player's gone and that's the way this works so I was second last to pick so my five games at the moment are Hollow Knight Silk Song Ghostwire Tokyo MLB The Show 2022 Tunic and Life is Strange The Remastered Collection do you know what yours are offhand, Jess? Do you want me to read them out to you? God of War. F1. Yeah, Cupheads. Yeah, you've taken God of War, Ragnarok, F1 2022, Cuphead, The Delicious Last Course, Horizon, Call of the Mountain, which was... That was risky. That was a risky pick, and Forspoken. Mm-hmm. So you've actually, you've got a pretty good list. Everyone does have a good list, to be fair. 
Um, but I think, yeah, Ryan might be struggling for, for one here. Uh, the way it works is, so we've all got five games, and now we get to fill up five more games by bidding on them, which we can either do straight away or when more games get announced throughout the year. And then the way the scoring works is, on Open Critic, for everything over a 70 that the game gets, then you get points for that. So if something gets like an 82, you would get 12 points. If it only gets like a 65, though, you would then lose five points. So you are betting on games doing well throughout the year. What we'll do is we'll post a link in the show notes because this is a league that you you can't join as a closed league now, but you can sort of follow along, see who's doing well, and I think what we'll do is, it won't be every week, but on weeks when there has been a game that is released that's on someone's list, we will update the standings. And, and either go. congratulate or mock that person for their choice. Yeah, and I noticed <laughs> there is a projected points, and I think I'm either projected to finish last or second last at Sounds the moment. Right, to be fair. It does, but then Alex is projected to finish top I think but his first pick was Breath of the Wild 2 mm, now, also risky very risky now if that game comes out then ah, he's probably winning mm. but if that game gets delayed then he might be right down the shoot with me so we'll see how that goes but <laughs> should be a lot of fun looking forward to it yes. I will also maybe on Twitter post the the list of like who everyone's got and stuff like that yeah Okay, next up, as it tends to do, Xbox Game Pass is coming out swinging with some cracking new titles in the coming days. Here's a list of what you can expect. So we have on January 18th, Nobody Saved the World, Nobody Saves the World, and then the next bunch are all January 20th. So you've got Hitman Trilogy, Paparazzi, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Extraction, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Siege PC only and Windjammers 2. What is Windjammers 2? I'm not sure, but I think it's supposed to be quite good. I've heard of it. I might but check I've not that actually, one out. I've not seen it. I, th- I think maybe a puzzle. Sounds like a puzzle game. Maybe it isn't. Is it surfing? <laughs> I'm going to have to look up. Look now. it up. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, also, uh, earlier on this afternoon, Death's Door was added to this list. Oh. So that will be coming to Game Pass as well, I would guess, on the 20th. But it could be live just now. I'd imagine it'll be live by the time this podcast goes live. And we all know that Death's Door is fucking amazing. And if you haven't played it, now you can play it for part of your subscription. I'm not going to say free, but get on it. Mm -hmm. It's a fast-paced head-to-head arcade game where you're on a court and throw discs at goals. Right. No, wasn't what I thought it was. It's not surfing anyway. No, it's not. No. <laughs> but yeah, cracking list. Paparazzi sounds quite fun. I'm not sure what that is. That sounds alright. And then Rainbow Six uh, Extraction is the first pretty big game release of the year. Nobody Saves the World is made by the same guys that make Guacamelee. It's Drinkbox Studios, and they always put out good games, so that will definitely be good. And I don't think I need to wax any more lyrical about the Hitman trilogy. That's just no, a please fucking... No, We'll be here forever. That's a great deal. Happy with that. <laughs> Very happy with that. You've got no time to play it, though. Hey, see this Friday. Assassin's Creed will be wiped off the map. Right. Maybe. 
you know what I mean? You'll be off the map. Well, we hope so. <laughs> Still worried about that. <laughs> okay, next up we have Ubisoft. They have announced that its upcoming reboot of long-running RTS title, The Settlers, will arrive on PC via both Ubisoft Connect and Epic Game Store on March 17, 2022. This new iteration is said to be mostly inspired by Blue Bites, The Settlers 3 and The Settlers 4. They released in 1999 and 2001 respectively, and are considered two of the best entries in the series. The fresh take will see the Ilari? Ilari forced to flee from their homeland to settle on new and unknown lands. Of course, this is where you come in. You'll have to guide the people as they build up their new home, face new challenges and meet other factions. There's three specific factions to play as, each with their own looks and play style. I'm actually quite excited about this. Hmm. I, me and Castles played a lot of Settlers back in the day. Specifically, I think we played Settlers, it was either Settlers 2 or 3 the most, but it's a ve- it's just a very addictive game. So you start off and you've only got like a couple of wee guys and you start, you, you go and get wood and then you build a couple of houses and then you start like attracting more people and you build up basically a whole settlement but then you have to start like building up like a wee army as well so that you can defend yourself when other factions come to get you and you're basically building up like an entire settlement and it's really cool i had so much fun with it i I can't remember if i played this or not but if i didn't i played something very similar ages of empire is a bit similar but settlers to me it was cuter (laughs) if it makes sense like ages of empire was more it was more not realistic but but more (sighs) nothing looked realistic back then but you know i mean it was meant to look more real whereas settlers was not theme hospital style graphics but similar and i loved it you maybe did play it. It was so addictive. I don't think it. Oops. I don't think it's that I've played, but there's something very similar, and it's. I can picture a little bit of it in my head, and I'm gonna have to go away and think about what that is now. I mean, it certainly spawned a lot of. Like it did so well that there was a lot of sort of copycats that came along, yeah. tried to do the same thing. But I mean, really good game. I actually meant to send out a send this news story out to a few friends because I've got a few friends that will be very excited by this news but it's also supposed to be getting a closed beta pretty soon I believe I left that out of the story but I think I think it might be in February there's going to be a, a closed beta if people want to get involved in that but I'm I'm definitely for checking this out I don't play enough PC gaming so this is something that would lure me in mm-hmm. Okay, next up, rumours have appeared online suggesting that WWE 2K22 will finally finally release on March 8th and 11th, depending on what version you buy. This leak, which originated from a relatively unknown source, has gained some credibility after WWE Games Twitter account finally came back to life, announcing an announcement for the day this podcast launches, so let's speculate. I think he's probably right. Mm. I mean... He did seem like a pretty unknown source. I mean, I checked him out. Like, he doesn't write for any particularly big websites. He's not particularly well-known. Like, it it did seem like it could have just been some guy on the wind-up. But the fact that he put this out, and then, like, three hours later, 
the WWE Games Twitter account came to life for the first time in about four months mm. and was like, eh, we've got an announcement on Thursday. <laughs> it just makes you think, aye, there's no smoke without fire. And it always was rumoured that it would come in March, so... Is that a typical sense. annual release time? Usually, usually it comes out about October, okay. but it was delayed because oh, Vince right. can't stop firing people. That's right, I remember. So... I imagine that this has about three wrestlers in it and then maybe a shit-hot creation suite. And then if you get the special edition, then maybe it has five wrestlers in it. Mm. But everyone else could be sacked by then. So This is really... I mean, obviously it's nothing that you'll be interested in, but nope. this is make or break big time. Like the last game they put out was 2K20. They skipped a year. Because 2K20 was so bad. Like, people were getting refunds. It was it was a bad situation. Like, if Cyberpunk and eFootball hadn't come along, this would be the game that people <laughs> would talk about as a just a complete mess. Uh, thankfully for 2K, those two games come along and sort of stole the thunder. But um, it is make or break. Like, they've damaged a lot of trust with fans. And if this game isn't good... I think they'll. I think WWE would literally have to go and find a new developer to to try and restore trust. Okay, and just a wrap up of a few other pieces of news. Shadow Warrior Three finally has a date. The game will launch on March first, and if you pre-order the game, you will get full digital access to the first two games. So that's good. Hitman Three Year Two plans were announced last Thursday. IO Interactive showed off some new modes, a glimpse at a new map, and also formally announced the Hitman trilogy, which is day one on Game Pass, as we mentioned. Industry nuisance Jeff Grubb has suggested that E3 may not only be cancelled as an in-person event, but digitally as well. Who knows? And as discussed back in December, once popular battle royale game PUBG is now free to play. Yeah, quite interesting bit of wrap up there to be honest that Shadow Warrior 3 it's actually quite a fan base so getting the first two games for free is pretty good that was only listed but surely the fans already have that you would think I mean if this is going to get you in the door though if if someone's yeah. pestered your ear and been like this game's really good and you think I can pre-order that one and get the first two of the now um, that was only spotted on Playstation but I can't imagine I'd imagine it must be on Xbox mm. as well but I can't confirm that because I haven't looked into it Maybe should have a... Uh, yeah, Hitman and Game Pass, pretty good. E3, that's a bit shit. Although if they can't do it in person, then maybe it does make sense for Xbox just to do a press conference in their own time. And usually you would have other developers doing press conferences, but Xbox have bought everybody. So, I mean, maybe they could just buy E3. And then it would just be Xbox and they would just do a big event where they show off games from every developer that they own <laughs> and it could be like a four-day event. Yeah, yep. Pretty good. And yeah, PUBG, I don't think anybody cares, but it's free. So if you if you need your Battle Royale goodness and the other 40 million Battle Royale games aren't enough for you, then hop on. Oh, i tell you something, by the way, that wrestling one's coming out soon. Remember I was talking about there was a new Battle Royale game that I can't quite remember the name of, and you, instead of guns, you were all like luchador wrestlers. 
No. I'm sure that comes out at the end of January. I'll be sure to check that out then. Hop on. <laughs> Issue a few power bombs. Yeah. So, it's time for Shitty Platinum. Insert Shitty Platinum music. Shitty, shitty, shitty platinum. Oh, shitty platinum. Do, 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 do. So if you don't know, a shitty platinum is a game in which a platinum trophy, or in the case of Xbox, 1000G, can be obtained with ease and or in a short amount of time. Craig covers this segment because me and Andy don't play shitty games. Only you do. Yeah, I've I've tried to get you on board. Like, I feel like I'm, like, my back's sore for carrying this segment. <laughs> right. right. But you just won't pull your weight. This particular shitty platinum slash 1000G is a shitty platinum and 1000G. Oh. It's available on both, oh. right? Although I have yet to 1000G it. Okay. But it's it's on the agenda. Once Assassin's Creed's done, everything's on hold. But this game is called Ball Lab. Ball Lab. Ball Lab. Okay. It's a 2D platformer. You're a ball and you have to navigate around some 2D levels. I was going to say shoddy levels. The level design's okay. It doesn't look particularly good. It's pixely. And you only have to complete the first ten levels. The first six or seven are quite honestly a joke. Level eight, nine and ten. In fact, you only have to get to level ten. So level eight and nine, I would say seven, eight, nine. A wee bit tricky. You will die a few times. Okay. But one of the trophies is for dying 300 times. So don't worry about those deaths. It's all part of the process. Right? <laughs> that seems time-consuming, dying 300 times. No, 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 no. No? This platinum can be applied in three, no, five minutes. So, like I say, the last three levels, it might take you a few attempts, can be a bit of a ball ache. <laughs> Andy would have laughed. Mm-hmm. Bring back Andy. But... It's it's pretty easy. You'll get there in the end. Like I, so much so, I managed to complete it, and then after realized you could hold down one of the shoulder buttons to sort of sprint faster to make bigger jumps. So I did it without even being able to realize you could do that. And what a fool you are! What a fool! <laughs> I felt like a right dick. I really did. Uh, the game is developed by Victor Yurchuk and it's published by our old friends Ritalica Games. Oh, of course. Yep. So once you get to the 10th level, as I say, all you have after that is to die 300 times, but you can literally go into one of the levels where about a foot in front of you is a spike and you just keep running at the spike. And whenever you die, it instantly puts you back to the beginning of the level. So if you hold left, you will die maybe twice in a second you just keep die 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 and then once you get to 300 that's the platinum or the 1000g okay well if running at spike sounds like your thing 300 times then check out ball lab i mean if you listen to this podcast running at spike probably doesn't seem too bad (laughs) okay and next up is gaming movie night As so many video games have inspired the creation of adaptations on the big screen, we also watch and review a gaming movie each week. And this week's pick is Angry Birds. 
that is our choice this week. It was released in 2016 and of course is an adaptation of Angry Birds The Game, which came out on mobile in, I don't know. Must have been about 2000 and... God. I think it would be before 2010. I should have these facts at hand, shouldn't I? 2009, December 2009. Well done. You were close. Before 2010. (laughs) Scraped that one out of the bag, didn't I? (laughs) I thought this was good. I'm sure I watched the film when it first came out with the kids. You had seen a little bit of it. So you must have been... I think you were maybe pottering about and you saw bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. But I'd only seen it the once and I remember enjoying it. And I really enjoyed it this time. I, I feel it really like good. it's one of those films. And I want to say, like, Toy Story perhaps set the precedent for this, where it's an animated children's movie but has lots of adult humour Yeah, in it. There's lots of good adult humour in it. Yeah, so, like... I don't know, just a few things off the top of my head, like in the background that when they're walking through a bit, there's like a book and it's Fifty Shades of Green. And obviously, I think it's in the Pig's Castle because obviously they're green. And so they come out of the like, room full of trampolines. Yeah, yeah. Um, Piggy fitness. That's it. <laughs> I was like, I need a trampoline room like that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Fifty Shades of Green bit was good. Um, there's a bit where... They are, I think it's when they're invading the pig land and one of them shouts, drop your nuts and move your butts. <laughs> and then it cuts to a guy who just drops all these like like little like the nuts you would get at Halloween. Uh, everywhere. I thought that was quite good. It's just, I don't know, like, I, I vividly remember hearing, I think it was in a podcast somewhere, they're making an Angry Birds film and I was like, the world's fucked. What are they doing? Yeah. How can you make an Angry Birds film? What are we doing here? I was I remember being genuinely annoyed about it, thinking this is ridiculous. This is the worst attempt at a cash in I've ever heard of. But it really works. It does. I think they cleverly characterise the sort of mean birds that you use yeah. and they they embed their the features so like the bomb bird you know and then the yellow one is the one that goes faster when you tap on it and like they embed those features into the sort of personality and character and it's just like the the yellow one the yellow one's so fast so when he's with the cop he keeps going about doing stuff and like he's able to do it so fast that they can't even see him doing it yeah and then the bomb every time he gets wound up or flustered he explodes like it's just and he can't control it and it's all about him trying to control his impulses. Like, yeah. it's, I just, I thought it was so well done. And the, like, the sort of team of main characters, they're attending, like, anger management class. That's what yeah. brings them together. And so, again, it's just, yeah, it's cleverly written in. Because, you, as you say, you think, like, how are you going to make a film out of this? But they made a really good story that I think really, I don't, yeah, brought to life the game. Definitely. It's it's up there with one of the best gaming films for me. Yeah. And there's a there's a sequel, isn't there? That's meant to be even better. Okay. It's got a higher rate and I've never seen the sequel, but um, we'll definitely be checking that, that out. To the list. We'll definitely be checking that out in the coming weeks. But uh I loved the bit as well. See when they went looking for the only bird that can fly, the super sort of superhero bird, I can't mm-hmm. remember his name, Mighty Eagle. the Mighty Eagle. And they're all swimming in, in the pond. <laughs> 
And they're like, oh my goodness, it's the it's the holy water or whatever. And then they realise that the guy comes out and pishes in the lake mm. and they realise that the whole... Every morning he just comes out and urinates in this lake. And they were drinking it two seconds ago. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah, no, really good. Call back to The Shining. There was, yeah. yeah. When they went in, when they were invading Piggy Island. And then you even got a shot of the, the three bluebirds at the end. That's mm. the ones that he saves. Those ones that when you, I believe that one you fire and then you tap it. Yeah, and then it into splits three. into three. Yeah. It's been that long since I played the game, and I think we, we mentioned recently about just how it's so ad heavy now, and you can't actually just play it like you used to. It's frustrating, now. It's been yeah. too commercialised, and you can understand why, because it was so popular to the point where they managed to somehow make a film out of it. But, um, but yeah, I just, I think you nailed it earlier on. Like, I love, I think it's so clever when you get films that let's be honest are aimed at children but they manage to slyly implement adult humor mm. but not to the point where it affects children yeah like we can watch that film and get something completely different from it than the kids get yeah and like, it's not like the kids go what does that mean they're laughing at it from a different perspective uh-huh. and it's really cleverly done like you can sit there and watch that with your kids you don't have to answer any awkward questions <laughs> but at the same point you're like i see what they're doing yeah that's funny um i really like to see when all the eggs get stolen and i'm trying to think which bird it was it was the yellow one had suggested it was they were like well we know what to do now and he's like yep let's make some new eggs and he starts gyrating <laughs> <laughs> he's just thinking fuck the old eggs let's just start shagging brilliant stuff really good a decent cast as well like i hadn't really looked up who was in it beforehand but you recognize so many voices oh yeah um so you've got jason sudukas josh gad peter dinklage Bill Harder, Danny McBride, hilarious Nicki, Nicki that, Minaj, like hilarious. Oh, was Nicki Minaj in it? Yeah. Hilarious that they made Peter Dinklage the mighty, yeah, <laughs> the mighty. What's his name? The mighty. I was going to say the mighty Stork, the mighty Eagle. Mighty Eagle. Yeah, I thought that was good casting. One thing that I thought was strange was so Danny McBride plays the bomb. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like Danny no, McBride. No, it didn't. I find that really weird. Like, I think we spoke about this one time with 12 Minutes. We are... Who's the actor that's in 12 Minutes? James McAvoy. That's the one. I thought that was strange because it didn't sound like James McAvoy in that game. And, like, similar to that, like, I'm not saying Danny McBride broke the bank, but if you're getting Danny McBride to voice a character... Make him sound. Why would you then ask him to put an accent on? Mm. It may as well have been some. I may as well have voiced the bomb. You know yeah. what I mean? I don't know. Cheaper, no. But yeah, so box office, you will be shocked to hear that this did really well. You, we can't obviously, with only two of us, we can't do. I'll make a game of it. But do you want to take a guess? Do you want to take a guess how well it did? What was the cost to make, first of all? The budget was an est... 
Jeez, that's high. The budget was an estimated $73 million, which seems a lot for an animated film. I mean, I remember the Hitman films were made for about 30 Cast can't have been cheap, as I mentioned, but... That's true. Although I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Josh Gad, at this point, has a contract that he has to be in every single animated film ever made. Mm, yeah. Also, Sean Penn is uh, Terence, the big thing. Um, but he doesn't actually... The big thing? Oh, right, okay, yeah. Um, but he doesn't He doesn't say a single word. He oh, just, just groans, He just hums he? and groans. And that's Sean Penn. That's so weird. Like, why would you pay him so, like, to be in it to then just Again, go? <laughs> I was available. <laughs> what the fuck? I never even thought of that. Uh, yeah, so estimated 73 million, uh, 71 of which was for Sean Penn Hummond. Uh, what do you... 153. Okay. Well, on opening weekend, it made 38.15 million. Okay. And worldwide, it grossed 352.333 million. That's a lot. An awful lot. And plus add in all the merchandise and stuff like that that they would have inevitably sold off oh the back God, of yeah. it. Um, it must have been absolutely mad. Like, it's one of these things where I think even if the film was bad, it would probably have made 150. Mm-hmm. Because it's just such a known franchise and I think there would have been so many, like people on the weekend been like, let's take our kids to the cinema, like, or oh, Angry Birds, that'll be fine. Like, I think it would have done well regardless, but I think that going from it doing well to it doing very well yeah. comes from the fact that it's actually really fucking good. Yeah. There is actually a third in the making as well. Is there? Oh, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Same cast, or? I don't know. Presume so. Well, that's the thing. If the second one was better than the first, then hopefully they can keep that going. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing the second one now. We'll obviously space it out a couple of weeks or whatever, but um, I'm looking forward to that. So are we ready to rate? We are. Yes. Andy will have two films to, to catch up on in ratings here. Um, so we will add that to the puredeadgaming.com moving, movie game list that we have on our website so you can check out the full ratings that we have given all the games we've watched so far. So I'm going to go... I'm going to go four on this one. Four pies. I think I'll go four as well. I was tempted by maybe five, but... When you only gave Mario a three. I know, I know. When you only gave Mario three, <laughs> and the second one's supposed to be even better, so... I need room That's for true. a higher rating for that, so I'll I'll go four. Okay, but it's a high four. It's a high four. Okay, very good film. Uh, so if I look at the audience, the audience votes on our website also four. Four got fifty one percent of the votes. Five got thirty three percent. Three got fourteen. Two got two percent, and possibly for the first time ever the bottom one got none no Ooh. votes one, one pie got zero votes 
so people were high on this. It was sort of mainly split between four and five, similar to ourselves. Mm. Pretty good. That's not bad, not bad. So next week we shall be indulging in some Tomb Raider. We have already watched one, two? We've we watched, watched two. the first Tomb Raider and we watched the second one, which I believe was called Cradle of Life. Yeah, correct. And now we're going to go for just Tomb Raider, it's called, 2018. Yeah. So it's the it newer was in one. Vo- it was in vogue for everything just to be called the original name and yeah. nothing else. Yeah, so this isn't Angelina Jolie. This is the... Alicia Vikander one. Yep. I have seen this one before. I remember quite enjoying it, so I'm looking Same, forward to watching it again. But can't really remember too much about it. Yeah. Yeah. Not standard Tomb Raider, it's not. Aye, pretty <laughs> so much. It's, it's not anything, you know, unexpected. No, standard Tomb Raider fair, but uh, no, I remember it being good. I remember liking it, so I'm looking forward to watching that. Okay, and if you want to join in and send us your thoughts and page, how many Scotch pies you would rate that film, then please do so. Also, for the couple of people who did send in feedback on Angry Birds, we have completely ran out of time this week uh, before recording, so apologies, I have not had time to collate your feedback. So yeah, we have one more week before we hit the big feb, so let's head over to our pick of the week now yep it was will it, sorry, will it insert the song or do you want to do it <laughs> last week we did it right so I feel like we have to keep it going pick of the week pick, pick of the week pick of the week pick of the week pick of the week there we go so this week we have a few to pick from for pick of the week Craig do the honours yeah I was a bit torn between Rainbow Six Extraction the Hitman trilogy or Nobody Saves the World obviously the only one I've played so far is Hitman and I'm going to give it to Hitman because it's Hitman (laughs) and I can't not give it to Hitman (laughs) and it's almost a year to the date when it came out, the third game. Okay. And it's going to be on Game Pass and everyone in the world should play Hitman, especially Hitman 3. But I do think... So, nobody's, nobody saves the world. Mm-hmm. I think it'll definitely be good. It's co-op-based, I believe, which sort of knocks it down a notch for me. But like I said, Drinkbox always make good games. So I checked this morning, couldn't see any reviews for it, even though it came out today. I think because it's launched in Game Pass, they maybe felt they didn't have to get advanced reviews. But I do think it'll be good. It's one to look out for. Also, Rainbow Six Extraction, I don't think it's going to rate particularly high. I think it'll be an alright game, but, I mean, we've chosen to sort of skip reviewing it. Uh, I just... I don't think it's overly up my alley. And the fact that it's coming to Game Pass means I can dip into it, give it a wee shot without having to sort of see the thing through to completion and write a full review on it. But, Mm. again, worth checking out. Like, it's going to be on Game Pass. If you've got an Xbox, certainly. If you're on PlayStation or on PC, have a look at reviews, see how it's doing. It doesn't strike me as something that's going to light the world on fire. 
and as we know, Hitman has already lit the world on fire. Well, yes. And as I've said before, the thing with the Hitman trilogy is you'll be getting all three games and Hitman 1 and 2 will have all the upgrades from Hitman 3 into those maps. So it's the ultimate stealth sandbox. And for that reason, it's pick of the week. Okay. Thank you very much. So that is us for this week. As I mentioned at the beginning, please make sure you're subscribed if not already. And if you have a smidgen of time to leave a review, we would be forever grateful. And finally, to keep up with all things Pure Dead Gaming, do make sure you follow us on all the social channels and you can also head over to our website for all written reviews. And yeah. Catch you next week, everyone. Cheerio. This podcast is recorded and produced by Pure Dead Gaming. Intro music by David Fesslian.